<laughs> High expectations. Take 25. <laughs> nice. Welcome back, everybody, to, I believe, the 25th episode of High Expectations, where the only thing higher than the expectations is us. So, ah, oh, this is a super special show, but before I get into why, we are a movie review podcast through the lens of our good friend, Mary Jane. So we are, Mary Jane. we are watching uh, movies and getting high while we do them. Yeah, and then we we're uh, rating them in four categories. Quotability, rewatchability, popularity, which we pull from Rotten Tomatoes audience score. And then last, but the most heavily weighted uh, category Rightfully is so. smokeability, yeah. right? So that is kind of how the weed influences your or our feeling about the movie um and we are acting as a duo most of the time uh so i am one of your hosts cause uh as i always say longtime movie lover longtime pot smoker and same with our lovely co-host hey that's me the Delo, the bearded wonder who also is similar in the regard that i mentioned earlier about longtime Lover, <laughs> yes movie yeah lover. so this was a match made in heaven for us to do this together but also for us to do this podcast and speaking of this is really a super fun episode <laughs> because we are recording this one uh in person live usually, and in person we usually online, are recording online using squadcast which is kind of like a zoom setup yeah uh, but we decided tonight to do this in person and just see how it went, see if it's like a different energy, and so far so good, yeah, honestly. it's been fucking like, cool, man. We smoked together before. Yeah, we smoked a little bit, uh, came up, and just kind of like went after it. So you're getting a very like raw experience yeah, man. with us. It's so be fun. Uh, super excited. Uh, we kind of are doing an episode that is it, it's a dedication episode yeah so to speak um obviously let's get let's get somber for a second yeah get a little somber <laughs> for a second you know uh, one of the greats you know we lost a you know really fun actor recently comedy icon come yeah exactly like it definitely carved out like a piece of history for yeah, sure absolutely uh matthew perry uh, very well known for, you know, obviously Chandler, both Dilo and I are huge friends, big fans. Big, so big fans with that comes being, a, I think a big fan of, uh, Matthew Perry. So, uh, we wanted to dedicate this episode rest easy, Mr. Perry to him. Yeah. Uh, so we picked two movies that, you know, Matthew Perry, uh, was in and starred in, so they would be, you know, movies that would be considered Matthew Perry movies, so. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> uh, so we kind of, I forget what we started with. We we definitely, like, had two movies in mind first, and then we switched it up. Uh, so I know for my pick, I went with what was coming out recently or like when I re was reading more articles about Matthew Perry, like this was his favorite movie to film apparently. Yeah. Uh, and it was a super fun film. So I went with fools rush in with him, 
and playing opposite uh, Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. And kind of, it's like a, you know, it's a rom-com, but kind of done in a, uh, with a twist, right? It's not like <laughs> you're, the, the, the storyline was super unique in terms of a rom-com. So uh, I went with that just because, you know, again, keeping in line with the tribute to Matthew Perry, I wanted to maybe go with, uh, you know, one of the movies that he seemed to identify with and have like a high regard for. Yeah. So, uh, and then Dilo, I think, picked Matthew Perry's like funnest. Oh, yeah. Movie. This is, I picked my favorite Matthew Perry movie. Yeah. I know it's not necessarily the consensus, maybe like the best movie of all time, but I, I really enjoy, I've always enjoyed this movie. Um, and, I, you know, I can understand why. Uh, Fools Rush In is his his favorite, right? Like it's yeah. it makes sense that that kind of storyline, like he gets to be like a good, right? Like kind of like innocent, yeah. Kind of. I mean, like, I guess they both of these movies kind of. He kind of. I don't know. He yeah. got kind of typecast in his movie roles. A hundred percent. This like kind of naive, like nice guy, kind of down on his luck in some way. Exactly. Right. right. But like. You know, good-looking dude. Yeah. You're like, you Although know. I guess in Fool's Russian, he's not necessarily down on his luck. He's kind of... No. He's actually, like, up on everything. Up, yeah. And this is the, you know, the love story sidetracks off his feet. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, whole nine yards, way different. Yeah. Way different yeah. vibe. I, I, so, I went with the whole nine yards because it's my favorite Matthew Perry movie. It's, <sighs> it's just... It's, it's a good just one, dude. such a good time. It like, is. I, I have so much fun watching that movie because you can tell that everyone making it enjoyed making it. You know yeah. what I mean? You get that vibe from like them, and, and it's, it like it it bled into so much that Bruce Willis ended up doing a oh right a stint on Friends because right. of his connection with Matthew Perry after this movie. So which and he was great in his like recent or his his short stint on friends which was like a i think like a few epi like three episodes something like that yeah he was he definitely a good, recurring for at least he had a, a good he had a good role on there yeah um and you know it it was definitely a match made in heaven to do a second one because i do like the second one as well so <laughs> yeah not not quite as well received as no, this one i guess no, no, no definitely but not but i liked it it's because these this is a fun little world that they've built here yeah. with this these like contract killers and well, these, it's, like it's, charming contract killers it's like spoofy yeah right like it's, yeah. it's a spoof or it's like it a doesn't satire. ever take itself seriously exactly ever. but it's like a well done like people are doing like they're filling their roles and making us believe they're actually you know living out what they're saying yeah. but it is very spoofy yeah right yeah. so uh but they do a great job with it yeah um so for this week, I, again, kind of running through a, a line of, uh, or a brand of specific cannabis, uh, I went with Mama J's again, the Lemon Cherry Gelato. Mm. Uh, so this one, I, I, you know what, I really like this hybrid, right? Like this is, I'm, I think that what I'm realizing is hybrids are good for this because maybe because it doesn't lead you one way or another mm. and it's just like it's just right down the middle exactly you're yeah, right down the middle exactly and it's kind of like what you make it right yeah. like it's it almost ends up being like what you make it if you're laughing and having a good time like you get a little up 
if you're kind of just like sinking into it, you get that indica. So again, um, but I really like this and it definitely, I, it definitely affected my scores, uh, for this episode. So, uh, but yeah, and I went to, this was part of my purchase at, uh, have a heart, uh, Tuesday. Oh, oh yeah, the 30% off. Take advantage of that, everybody. 30% off. It's a great deal. If you're in the Greenwood area, go to have a hard I mean, fuck, if you're on the East Coast, like fly out here and buy some bud, dude, (laughs) because it's like. It's way better. It's worth it. Even the flight is still a good price. (laughs) Makes it worth it. Makes it worth it. (laughs) Right. And what did you do, my friend? Oh, and I did a bubbler. I I went with my bubbler. Old faithful. I love my bubbler. Yeah, of course. Who, who doesn't love a bubbly? Um, I went back to an old an old friend with uh, Freddy's Fuego. Um, Hello, Freddy's Fuego, my old friend. <laughs> I went to uh, have a heart myself and chatted up. I, I found out his name is Brian, the one bud tender that I talk to all the time. Great nice. dude. Very knowledgeable. Um, he he talked me into getting this Freddy's Fuego Lion King. Oh, nice! Um, I actually I told him I wanted to go Sativa this time, and he he this was kind of the first one he grabbed. Yeah, I mean it's got sour, it's like hybrid of sour diesel, which we love, and animal cookies. Let me smell it. Uh, Let me smell it. I you know what I feel this like is I love some of what we smoked before. Is it? Yeah. Nice. So we smoked this before the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I love a good, yeah. This is such a benefit of doing this in person. We just, we, we can smell each other's <laughs> yeah. buds. Smell my bud. Smell my bud, guy. <laughs> smell my bud. Um, and this was an interesting high. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I don't love sativas in general, but this didn't get me where I wanted to be for both movies. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Okay. With the smokeability scores. Um, but it, it, it made me. Like, I was very chill, but it also made me very munchy. Very munchy? <laughs> very munchy, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, that's fair. I, it is a chill high, though. Like, it's not like you're not two in your head. You're not. You're just very, All right, like, so I have two weed questions for you. Yeah. One. One. You did not. I don't. Did you answer outside how you like to hand a joint off? Uh, I, I like to give you. The side? I give you the side because I like you Side piece? Okay. Yeah. And I, so I, I, so I this grip is it what the... we were talking about outside everybody while we were smoking. Dilo asked how I like to receive or give <laughs> yeah, the, the joint or pass or the joint. Pa- when you're passing. And I give people, like, I hand them the butt, the filter, but yeah. you do run the risk of, like, pinching it, which I'm pretty sen- like I'm pretty good about not doing it. But yeah. I just feel like it's an easy transition versus the sideways. Yeah. I go sideways. I grab it at the uh, top of the filter. Right, and I pass it sideways because right. then you get the choice. It's True. like dealer's choice. Go, that's right. You can touch the J or just stay on the butt. Yeah, because if you do grab the J, you can pinch that. You can pack it too tight. Which fuck fuck up, up the burn. Yeah. So that's true. Well, and my second question is, well, I know we've we've talked about the munchies before, but like, are either <laughs> do you think you get more of the munchies on sativa versus indica? <clears throat> Uh, no, I just get the munchies all the time. I think I generally get the munchies, yeah, but I, I, I feel like this one, for whatever reason, really got me. Like, I yeah. and this one got me like sweet tooth munchies, which is oh, bad. Dangerous. Yeah, yeah dude. that's a bad munchie because I, I mean, like, I will, I like, I love cookies when yeah. I'm stoned. 
Uh, and Katie makes the best cookies. So, and she's been on a baking kick. So I think I've put on a few pounds. I mean, it's worth it though. It's winter, dude. It's winter. time to hibernate. Hibernate. Dude. It's, yeah. it's this is I the time to pack on the LBs. You need, you need to insulate, <laughs> dude. Insulate. Uh, so, I bounce the questions back to you. Well, you answer. Yeah. The so joint. I do the. I give the uh, filter, like the full filter. Um, oh yeah, and then you answered. I guess. Yeah. And you know. I don't know, man. I feel like, yeah, like sativa, maybe I could get by with not eating because you can be a little more hyped, which might make you not as hungry. But if, if I'm like 20, like 20, 30 minutes, usually I'm, if, especially if I haven't had a meal, I'm, I'm definitely going to go in deep on yeah. something, yeah, 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 you know, and it's usually a really bad thing for my bank account. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, all right. So as you all can probably tell we got high as hell. High, very high. For this and for the movies. Yes. Um, so let's do the first one. Let's do let's do Fools Rush In okay. first. We'll go with my pick first. Let me find uh, it in my notebook. So for those of you who may have not seen this movie, um, it, it it's a good one. It and it is it is like a rom com only. Like that this is This is yeah. very rom com. Yeah, very rom com. Pretty formulaic. But it's uh, fun. It's fun. It's cute. So it's very uh, cute. Dilo, what are they? What are they in for if they haven't seen this? <laughs> it's gonna be weird doing this live with you sitting here. Yeah, yeah. this is the hard part. <laughs> let me. I just don't look at them, everybody. I just basically have to like. Let me grease the vocal cords. Give here. him. Give him his space. I appreciate that. I appreciate that about you. Three months after a one-night stand with Isabel Fuentes in Las Vegas, New York City real estate developer Alex Whitman learns she is pregnant. Despite being a terminal bachelor, Alex is drawn to Isabel and the pair marries. Isabel's father, Miguel, suspects Alex has bad intentions and the couple finds themselves pressured by both their families. When Alex is offered a promotion, he is torn between his new life in Las Vegas and success in New York City. Very accurate. Very, very accurate. Um, yeah, I think I this this movie definitely piqued my interest with Vegas. I would say, <laughs> right, because it was kind of the you got to know the suburbs of it versus just the strip, but you also got a little taste of the strip. So I think this movie definitely piqued my interest. Really, of Vegas. That's a interesting. Bit. I yeah. never even thought about that, but. Did we talk about the fact that, have we ever spoke about the fact that you lived in Vegas? No, I don't think so. But yeah, I lived in Vegas for like, almost, like probably a little under a year. Um, yeah, it's like a different thing out there, man. Like, <laughs> you know, city in just like the middle of this desert. Yeah. And a lot of characters out there, man. Yeah, a lot of people who are like grinding, you know, in the club, restaurant, hotel industry. So just like working a ton of hours, but... People who work hard and play hard, like they just love it. Like, out to the club super late, always just like up early, running something. So they, and they just do it so well. Do a lot of drugs. It's pretty much the way it goes. <laughs> drugs, baby. Um. All right. So fools rush in. Drugs, baby. Drugs, baby. Uh, fools rush in is you know probably one of my top rom coms that I like. Right. <laughs> so I would say it's in my top five like it's probably number five whoa of that is yeah 
I really like this, and I I watched it a lot. I'm interested to know what the other four are. I think I know a couple of them, but yeah, I'm sure you could guess what most of them are. But I would say Fools Rush In was kind of like my one of my first intros into the rom com realm. So I think that's why it holds a five spot. Yeah, this me. is 1997. Yeah, this was like a young one, yeah. right? And rom coms kind of came on more in the 2000s, like pretty pretty hard i think i mean there are some pretty standard 90s rom-coms well yeah you've got males that was in seattle stuff like that but again i think there's more in the 2000s that are recognizable yeah i think i think think people i think the 2000s people were just pumping movies out too oh yeah a ton like well one (laughs) as of today i don't know today or yesterday this the uh strike is over have you heard oh no the writers they cut a deal yeah sag with sag um. So Fucking good heathens. for good good for movies. The union. Yeah. Um. Good for movies. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm excited to get some movies back. Good for flicks. Uh, I don't don't know why I went there. I don't know how we got there. Doesn't matter. But we're there, man. We're there. But anyway, fools rush in. One of my movies that kind of got me into rom coms. Mm-hmm. In terms of quotability, it's like. I kind of just was like, meh, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a lot <laughs> no. to quote, right? And let's be honest. There's, I mean, <clears throat> if you have ever seen this in one time, like, yeah. you're not going to, there's not much that's super memorable about this because this is no. a pretty formulaic take. Yeah. It's like, you know. I mean, I remember some, like, when he's like, Chewy. Alex, this is Chewy. He's a very good friend of the family. We grew up together. Chewy, hi. Luke Skywalker, how are you? Sorry, you probably get that a lot. Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, but that's because that was also in, like, the... That's one of the ones I ...trailer remember. for it. Is like, well, that's one of the scenes that you identify with. So there's that, or like when he's drunk as hell and just like, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Hold her head. Why? Does it come off? (laughs) And I love, like his dad is like, the white people are burning out (laughs) here. Did you know that's his actual dad? dad. That's Matthew Perry's actual dad. Yeah, Yeah. which is wild. So That's crazy. Having said all that, even though there is some quotes to it that clearly we're remembering, I gave it a 2.5. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. That's higher than I went. I mean, okay, that's fair. Because, like I said, this is this is a good. It's it's good that. Yeah, let me try to think of how I want to say this. It's very nineties. Oh, it's very very nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're taking two nineties icons in Selma Hayek and uh, Matthew Perry, and like putting them in this like sure to win formula of oh a hundred percent being rushed into this marriage like he played that role so well yeah. like he played that kind of like rom-com you know male male bachelor kind of yeah, thrust really into well. this like world he in doesn't know movies. yeah yeah, all yeah, he, yeah he's really good at that because he's in like three rom-coms he's really like good at reacting like he's ve- yeah. he's got great facial expressions and like he's really good at reacting which we're going to talk about a lot i yeah. think because he's so he is so funny. I think he could be in anything, I, and I would find yeah. it funny because 
Well, you know what? I believe, like, in these movies, like, he gets, like, a look on his face where I believe that he's, like, in love with that girl. Yeah. Like, he does that so well. He can do that. He, he makes you his facial expressions are so believable they're very believable right it's really it's, it's like he really believes what he's doing he's really which is like so anyway yeah uh, Sorry. but 2.5 2.5 is good <laughs> that's really good i i mean i don't know that this is something i'm gonna quote ever okay like ever and i i, I find it there's things those, i wrote these quotes down because i thought they were funny <laughs> i mean know. that would be <clears throat> Like it, that would be like our lowest rated for quotability. Yeah, I mean, I went, I went with a two. Oh, oh, okay. So we're not that far off. You made it seem like we're okay. Um, okay. I feel like okay. I could even compromise on that. Like I would go two point two five. Like literally split it because. Yeah, I mean, I was lower originally. But it's got something. Though, I don't dude. think it's... we just rattled off a couple lines, which has to that counts for something. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, I agree with you though. It's not a very like the scenes are not that memorable. Soundtrack right. is kind of weak. Right, and what I mean, yeah, there's the score is not anything yeah. to write home about. Right, and what I mean, quotable, like those were quotes that stood out to me in the when I was watching it. So I wrote it down. That's not something I'm going to use. You're going to quote? Okay, like, that's fair. Maybe if I thought about it, like if it struck me at a time I was someone was handing me a baby, I'd use that joke. But like, yeah. I would drop the Chewy Hi, Luke Skywalker. I would definitely drop that in some context if it came up. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's fair. I would do that. <laughs> I'm dedicated to Matthew Perry, my friend. Okay. And I, bring respect, him... I respect it. But okay, so but two point two two point two five, I think, is That's still true. a really shitty score. Yeah. Which is which but is it's a good also way to describe fair... this movie's quotability. Yeah, it's fair for the quotability. There's yeah. not a lot There's not, you're this, right. Because this could be you could you could switch this out with a lot of other rom-coms. A hundred percent. I agree. But let's, okay, you could, but I'm also thinking, let's, let's talk about rewatchability then, because I think that's where I, I do think this movie is, it's an easy watch. It is an easy watch. It's not super rewatchable. It's not something I would think to throw on. I would. Okay. I would say like, it's definitely like a once a year for me watch at minimum okay um so i would say that that gives it something um but i can't you know again there's so many other rom-coms that i would probably go to yeah this is low on that's what i mean though this is this is not close to the top of my so i went 2.8 throw it on rom-com okay I went two point eight. You're going way lower than I thought you were gonna go. No, for dude. Well, because I'm like, I mean, I maybe would do a three. Yeah, maybe like a three is more what I'm thinking. But it like, still, like it again. I it's not that rewatchable. Yeah. You know, like it's definitely a once a year kind of thing. I, yeah. Like for for sure. Like maybe it's a little bit longer, but yeah. I mean, I went with a three eight, so I'm right there. Okay, with so you. you're there because right. this is not. This is a good fun easy rom-com but it's very formulaic it's not it's not breaking any kind of ground and there's there's other rom-coms that i would put on there are many other rom-coms so if we gave it like a 3.5 right yeah that would put it in line with the rocker 
So where do you, where would you go? Like, would you say this is more rewatchable than The Rocker? I would probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say probably I would equally. Too. I would say it's probably like a 3.6 then. Like, it is one above it. One-tenth yeah. above it, I would say. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I think, yeah. I mean, that's pretty close to what I was thinking. Right. So. so I would say that that's like a good gauge of that. Yeah. Because... Like I said, you could go through like 10 or 15 maybe other rom-coms that would come to mind first, I think, right? And especially if you're watching movies with someone, it's like, I'm not going to like stand my ground for Fool's Rush In if they want to watch another rom-com that I like. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to like die on that sword. Just be like, oh, hey, like let's throw on... You know, yeah, like Rockadoodle. Rockadoodle, I would like, fucking no. fall. Yeah, like Let's... I'd be like, no, okay, I'll go watch by myself. Rockadoodle or nothing. Right, I take my TV. Or we're done. Like we're over. I take my TV and go home. Take my TV and I just fucking walk. <laughs> so that's how serious I am about fucking Rockadoodle. Rockadoodle. Um. All right. So all right. Let's see how this movie does in popularity. Right. So fools rush in. So popularity for this movie. All right. Let me think. So. This is a, a new thing that we're doing on every episode, which is kind of like playing higher or lower with the score. And however much I miss by, that's how big of a hit that I take off of our pet, one of our pens. Huh. I'm going to say for this one, audience score, 56. No, I wish. 56? 56. Okay. Respectable guess, but it is higher. Okay. 67. Close. 64%. Nice. So three. I got to do three seconds. Three. Nice. Hopefully. I mean, if it doesn't pull. Nice. You're good. All right. Hell. All right. Okay. So that's a... So you did 64. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah, 64%. All right. So this 6. is 6.4. Which I think is, I think is almost <coughs> perfect for what this movie is right like that's kind of middle of the road yeah slightly above average you know yeah so in the rom-com world yeah <coughs> not of like movies i would say what do you mean like of movies overall you think it's higher or lower well no i'm thinking that's what it means for movies in general rom-coms it's like up a little bit more up there i would say oh okay like in the 80 I would put it in like the 80 range for if we're just talking just rom-coms. Just specifically rom-coms. That's mm-hmm. interesting. That's an interesting yeah. thought. I don't know if I'd go that high, but I would put it higher than 64. Right. 75, I would say. Yeah, maybe like 70 is probably where I'd put it. Um, all right. Let's do Smokeability, the most heavily weighted. This movie's short. Short. Which is always good when you're high. Um. I do think it's funny. I think it's very like relatable. It's like a good story. It's got all that. Um, but like this score is like a stretch. But I gave it a five. Because <laughs> I thought it might like, I don't know. It didn't really do. I don't know if it did like much. I, I agree. Guess, but, I, that's literally, ex- I have a five written down right here. But I had exactly such a good I mean. high though. Like, that's the thing. I had a good high, but I'm still thinking, like, it deserves a five. I don't know. Because it just was like, 
because I, I don't know I felt weird about it like a six or something something like that like it didn't really enhance it necessarily yeah, it's a I good movie I like it it's a fun yeah like we said it's it's an inch it's a good watch you're not yeah. you know it's not like intense it's not, you know I mean I guess it right. is kind of I think if I like smoked a different bud moments. I would have given it a lower score like I feel like this this bud brought me up to like the five six range is what I was thinking okay the, because this bud didn't get me as stoned as I thought it was going to get me. I thought I was going to find it a lot funnier. Yeah. Than I did because, but I, this is more. It's more raw <coughs> than it is calm. I think in a lot of ways. Sure, I would agree with um, you. And he did that. He he kind of he played it a little more serious. Exactly. Like he, I mean, he's he's got funny moments, but he played it more serious. He um, definitely did. So. I don't know. You I, went five as well. I went with a five as well because okay. I felt like this weed didn't really do anything to enhance it. Okay. It didn't really. The movie itself, I think, was based on my scores. Like, you know, good kind of middle of the road. Meh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. If it's on, I'll watch it. Like, I'm not going to be mad if it's on. Yeah. This, you know? but like for me, this is not something I'm going to throw on voluntarily. Voluntarily, but like if we're like chilling, you're like, yo, I want to watch Bulls Rush, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, you want to come over and watch Fools Rush in? Yeah, yeah cool. Be right over. Uh, yeah, ASAP. Let me grab my... That's like people who say ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> I love Paul Rudd. He's got, like, great so one-liners, good, dude. dude. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Not to deter our attention. Yeah, yeah, deter our attention from... To, for our love of Paul Rudd. Yeah, for our, lo- our love of Paul Rudd from Math- our love of Matthew Perry. Yeah. Um, all right, so that gives Fools Rush In a final score of 4.5. Yeah. <sighs> that makes sense. It does make sense. Right? That that actually is the same score as Blair Witch Project. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. You know what's crazy is they almost had J-Lo play Isabel. Really? They wanted J-Lo originally. Would have been a very different movie. Yeah. Definitely. I love I love Sam Hayek. She's love one of my favorites. Yeah. She's She's yeah. so yeah. She's, she's she's also great on screen. Great. We've we've given Matthew Perry a lot of props. Yeah, she does a awesome. really good job of playing. They have good chemistry in this. Hundred percent. I like her in everything. It's believable. Yeah, I really yeah, everything. She, like even the movie she does actor. with Adam Sandler, like the um, Grown Ups. <laughs> I love Grown Ups. Dude, I love Grown Ups, and she's yeah. great. She's yeah. great in them. She so. she's good. Period. I think she's just a very talented actor. Oh, hundred percent. I agree. Top notch. Yeah. All right. Sec- well, all right. So for fool- Fools Rush In, I would probably just get a little high. No reason to get stoned. No. I would say like mid. Because like we said, it's, yeah, like <laughs> get five, get 50% high. Get 5.0% right. high. Exactly. Get, go exactly <laughs> middle of the road high. All right. I wouldn't Not go a drop anything more. more. Yeah. You can, you can afford a little less, but. Speaking of, let me get a little more. Ooh-wee. All right. Let's let's kick it up a notch and uh, let's do Pull Nine Yards, another great Matthew Perry movie. Great, probably like my favorite as well. This Matthew is Perry movie. my favorite. Although Matthew I Perry am movie. a fan also of Three to Tango, which is another rom com. I thought that's what you were gonna go with. I, I when see, you go ahead, sorry. Well, that movie had more memorable stuff in there. Like I remember, like the uh, uh, what tuna sandwich or whatever. Yeah, like very vividly like that whole scene so it does have some memorable stuff but that probably would have been my pick if i didn't want to go with 
What was like, the other was one you about. were going to go with? Almost Heroes, which was yeah. Matthew Perry and Chris Farley. And, you when know... Was, it, I don't it, think I've ever seen that. You should watch it. I mean, it's silly. Like, it's Chris Farley. and it, But so it's like... It's like silly, silly. Chris Farley. It probably would have been a good high movie, right? I think Almost Heroes, I thought about because... It's definitely one where it was like, okay, let's get high and watch that because it's a lot of stupid shit too. So it like has potential to be really funny. That's and that's what I was wishing for more of from Fools Rush In. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but um, from this weed specifically, I thought oh. I was gonna like. I was hoping for it to, because it's, it's sativa. I was hoping for so it like to like spike it up, really spike those those yeah. big moments up, but. Um. All right. Well, I think honestly, I think this movie did better for me. Yeah. Like overall. Yeah. All right. So whole nine yards. Uh, again, uh, top notch Matthew Perry movie. Uh, great story. Kind of a unique story. So D'Lo, uh, let them know what what they're doing in this movie. Yeah, this is definitely more a little more unique. Yeah. Maybe not like the most like thought like it's not the most thought-provoking plot line i guess but it's not the most well done version of this kind of plot it is it is more unique than exactly. than the storyline of something like fool's russia <clears throat> jimmy the tulip tedeschi a mob hitman turned informant ratted on the mob and put his life in jeopardy now he has moved to suburban montreal ostensibly to make a new start his next-door neighbor is mild-mannered, unhappily married dentist Nick Oz Ozransk. Nick recognizes Jimmy from the newspaper stories about his mob testimony, and that's when Nick's simple, boring world turns upside down. Yep, that about sums it up. That's that's the movie, folks. Matthew Matthew Perry plays like a super like. Uh, on edge, such an unhappy yeah, man. Dentist. On edge, dentist. Uh, <laughs> Down on his plays luck. it so well. Oz, great name. Um, yeah, fun, stacked cast. Right, oh, dude, just to like so good. This this movie is one of those that brought together a lot of good personalities, like well known actors not necessarily great actors but no but there's a lot of big names i mean you like have michael clark like, duncan is a big i name. love love <laughs> michael clark duncan you got bruce willie in this yeah i love bruce willis love, yeah love bruce willis um i mean natasha henstridge i think is her name i think she, wasn't she um rosanna arquette rosanna arquette uh, yeah you know obviously matthew perry himself yeah the, um, the man uh, and then who plays the Gogolak gang? Like, that's the thing. Yanni. This, Yanni. Who plays Yanni? Exactly. <laughs> Dude, well, again. Species. So, She's, uh, uh, Natasha Henstridge is the, the alien in Species. Yanni is, uh, Kevin Pollock. Exactly. Kevin Pollock. Yeah. So, again, really good cast. Yimmy. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like, well, you know. It's, yeah. I went... In terms of quotability, this is definitely more quotable than Amanda Peet. We didn't even say Amanda Peet. I love her in this. Oh, Amanda Peet, yeah. who's great in you know what my favorite movie of hers is? What? Saving Silverman. Oh yeah, yeah. She's so, we movie. should get that on here. We'll get I it. think that's a good. We'll get it eventually. I think that's a good movie. Super quotable. I think that movie is yeah. too. Um, this movie, again, like impressions come out of this, like super memorable movie. So I, you know, but. 
on the spectrum of things, it wasn't, I don't remember a lot of like quotes that I would use, like to what you were saying before about the previous yeah. movie. Um, so I went 6.4 in terms of quotability for a whole nine yards. 6.4. I, yeah. I, you know, I can appreciate that. Uh, I, again, was lower than you because this is fun. It, like talking like Yanni Gogolak is fun. It's, it's like right. funny. It's got like a funny way of speaking. Thing you gotta remember is when we're talking about Yimmy Tudeski, we're not talking about a human being. If we're talking about a rodent. If we're talking about Wormen. Where was that? Wormen. I think Wormen. We're talking about someone screwed it, something that doesn't deserve to be breathing. The air. Yanni, talking about yourself again? <laughs> He's been in prison for five years. He's desperate. He'll sleep with a meat grinder. That's what I mean. Like, that is a memory. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so, like. There's the whole... You don't like, do this. I will make your life so damn miserable. Yeah. Well, her her whole accent... Exactly. ...is very... I mean, it's like... Very on the nose. Like, over the top. Love it, though. Montreal. But... <laughs> right. Like, super French. Very, very... Like, just... She's, she does such a good job. She crushed it. Rosanna Arquette does such a good job in that yeah, role. I agree. Um, and the, I think... I think I find it that there's more memorable scenes... Like when he, 100%. it's it's very like when did this come out? Two thousand, I think. Um, when he flashes on seeing Bruce Willis, and then like you get like all the newspaper headlines. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. fly up. You know yeah. that that scene like sticks in my brain because it's very two thousand, like or, like late nineties, like a like that's a go to move. You know what I mean? It really and is. like they used clips clearly clips from old movies that Bruce Willis was in 100%. for the pictures yeah. and shit and it, which is so funny it is it does the 90s vibe well early 2000s yeah. vibe I mean like really yeah, well. it's 2000 it's right like, it's 2000 yeah. exactly so um but it's not it's not super quotable I went overall I went with a 4 like a, oh, just like a straight up 4 because I like you said there's not like a lot of things to requote I guess that's the you part might have of it. Piss yeah. a little blood first, <laughs> right? There are, yeah. I guess like the the opportune times would not show up a lot in that. You know what I mean to use the quotes. Yeah, but but like You're there's right. there's memorable. But scenes. I can quote it. The whole like shootout scene at the end is memorable. You can quote. It. I like think if that's someone, right. Like that's if you the quoted distinction it, here. Right? If you like, quoted it to me, I'd recognize it. That's yeah. where it's like you almost break. So in my head now, it's kind of like you break five by being able to like how much your movie is quoted. And then, like, it's almost like before five is kind of the scale of, like, how much do you remember? Like, how many yeah. quotes do you remember? So, Fair. I could be down. I feel like a four then actually kind of makes sense. Four? On that spectrum, right? Like, you almost cross five as a movie if, like, people use your quotes right. in, like, yeah, and a conversation like, or, yeah. <clears throat> you know. So, yeah, that's a good distinction. All right. See, guys, we we told you. 
This is always a, evolving. This is a learning process, and we're just gonna keep refining, keep refining. So and we've just, just like, refined. One the, of the memorable things is how bad. Like, there's like his last profession of love to Cynthia at the end yeah. is just so bad. It's like so cringy, bad. gross. Like, yeah, what yeah. are you doing in this? Um, and he he just is like so twitchy in this, and so fucking like neurotic Dude, and uptight and all that shit one of my fa- it's one of my favorite scenes in movie like in cinema history is in this holy fuck it's uh um, big time dude it's when <laughs> and i know that it's just it's very slapstick but this is matthew it's the power of matthew perry it's when he's um, i agree when michael clark duncan's character fit frankie, frankie figs yeah uh, he is ushering Yimmy back to, or not Yimmy. He's ushering Oz back to his his hotel room. Yeah, and Jimmy's there, sitting in his chair, <laughs> oh, or whatever. Yeah. And he like turns around to run out of the room and slams <laughs> into Michael Clark Duncan, right? And then falls into the lamp, <laughs> yeah. dude. But this is what I mean. And like, then, like, stands up and is just like, "What?" Like, that is, oh my god, that scene dude, is so vivid, so right? So I feel like that's almost part of quotability. Yeah, that's know? what. But and that's is, I like I just said, that's one of my favorite scenes of all time because it's all right. to me, it's that, it's that. It's funny. fair. It's it's something, and it's something that I know my sisters as well would would fucking recall. die laughing yeah, every time we watched it. Yeah, we would like rewind it and watch it again because he, it, it's that it is funny. hilarious and then they, as they're it, like he they kind of talk through the whole situation and he's like come on we're going out <laughs> what's going on what's up baby oh, you what's up Frankie <laughs> welcome to Montreal what's up partner good to see you oh, you look man. good <laughs> Oz you look worried doesn't he look worried Frankie he does man why don't you relax come on Frankie told me what a stand up guy you've been now change your pants. We're going out. Pants. <laughs> so good, dude. Fucking uh, Bruce Oz. Wayne. What a good character Oz is. It, uh, the characters are, they all play them they're, in such a, such an, they're very like, well fun developed. way. Yeah. yeah. There's such, like I said, the chemistry, the they're shallow. There's not a lot of depth to any of the characters. No, no. But the way they play them and the chemistry the cast has, I think is what makes this movie as enjoyable as I find it. A top notch. A top notch. So movie. what did we say quotability? Four. Four? Yeah, we give it a four. That's fair. I think four is fair. Especially with coming up with the spectrum we just kind of said. Yeah. Like, there's really not much you're going to, like, throw in a conversation or something. The other thing you know they I mean? talk a lot about, and this is beepers, which does not translate. Or, his like, pagers. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. That is now twenty three years later. Yeah. That's super nineties. The pager. Like, I'll page you if right. I if you don't hear, hear me if I don't page you in five minutes. Damn beepers, dude. Call the police or whatever. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Wow. We've just like seen and some home crazy phone tech. lines. Yeah, dude. Like we've seen some crazy tech changes in our time. Yeah. Like we won't go down that rabbit hole. <sighs> we could um, talk about that for days. Rewatchability for whole nine yards, I think, is pretty high. Like I, I could watch this movie definitely once oh, a year, if yeah, not way dude. more. I this At is like I said, this is my favorite Matthew yeah. Perry movie. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if oh man, 
I must have been high when I gave it this score. I gave it a seven. That is, that's high. Yeah. I was high, so it, so it <laughs> so was it makes high. sense. Yeah, you're high now. You're high then. Um, because I can I throw this on like my dad loves this movie. I'll throw this on when we're home because it's just like hilarious. Because it's a crowd pleaser. Man. Yeah, it's such it's a, a good crowd movie. pleaser. Yeah, um, it is. It's easy to watch. It's easy pretty, to it's, watch. How long is it? Like an hour and forty five minutes. Exactly. Hour and forty one minutes. Exactly. That's perfect length. Um, they it's like not a difficult plot to follow. Exactly. The, like. Twists and turns are just interesting enough to keep your attention. It's funny as hell. I find this movie super funny. funny. Yeah, super funny. I agree. Um, so, like, this is a movie that I literally laugh the whole time I watch it. Hundred percent. So. So it's super rewatchable. So, is what you're saying? Yeah. So seven is high. I went with a six point two because I do find it super a good watch. Yeah. But it's not something I'm gonna put on before some of the other movies we've watched. I might. Yeah. I think so. I think I would put this so on over a like, lot. So what's like, 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 what's in our seven realm? Seven points. Let's do what six point. Uh, let me see. I had a six point. What did I say? Six point two. Yeah, I'm trying to see if we had something that was. Yeah, six point th- three was Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. In terms of rewatchability, see, and that's something I would rewatch over this. Over this, even though that's like an hour longer. That's again. That's this is my favorite Matthew Perry movie. That's like one of my. How about six point five? Or is that tough for you because of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? That's tough for me because of Indiana Jones, but. You have to respect. I think the this, ease of the watch. The of ease of the watch, and like I just think people not necessarily would want to watch this movie more than Indiana Jones, but like if you if you could like actually tally it up, do watch it more because people just throw it on at random times. Like Indiana Jones, it's probably on in syndication a lot. <laughs> yeah, and Indiana Jones is like kind of a commitment. Right, like it's yeah. a big story. I also think Indiana movie. Jones is a movie that people like bop in and out of because that I know is on syndi- in its syndication a lot. 100%. So like it's like yeah. you'll watch it like between one commercial break and then right <laughs> be no, on to something. That's else. true. I'll do six point five. Six okay. Yeah, because I do I think this movie is more rewatchable than Indiana Jones because of the commitment level. That's crazy. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, all right. Popularity. Oh man, I want this movie to be popular, dude. I really do. See the reflection in me glasses. Uh, I'm gonna say 75. Lower. Oh man. I think you regard this higher than some people. 64. Fucking nailed it, dude. I nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, dude, you got to do a hit of three. You got to do three seconds because that's what I did last time. Nice guys. So, what was it? Six point four. Six four. Yeah. This is the same as Fools same Rush In. Same as Fools Rush In. Yep. That's wild. His movies have a very like they're like sixty one to sixty four from yeah. what I was seeing on <coughs> on old Rotten Tea. <laughs> I don't know why I called it Rotten Tea. Um. Damn, 
That's a, okay. That's funny that they both landed in the sixty-four percent. Exact. Yeah, that's wild. All right. I mean, cool. because I think Makes sense. I think it's this is more of a comedy, whereas yeah, that that's more of a rom comedy. Correct. Like very right, right. heavy on the rom, like we were saying. This movie was definitely a <coughs> this better... This is meant to be a funny watch, and I think that's why... a better high movie, too. Oh, yeah. If, since, just to segue into that. It is... I gave it a 6.8. Yeah. I mean, this... I felt like it, it like was hilarious. Because I found... Yeah, I mean, even with this weed, I found this very funny yeah, high. Yeah, super funny. I think funny. Bruce Willis yeah. absolutely crushes in this movie. A hundred percent. I think he... As this, like, very casual contract killer that lives next door, like... Yeah. He, he absolutely crushes. And like like you I said, I just keep talking about it. I think the chemistry of this cast is pretty great. I want I want higher. I want the 7.3. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to up my ante because I think like I was just looking back at the scores and it's definitely higher than Mighty Ducks. So Yeah, I I so this, we got, yeah, I got to go. I so I'm going to go this more than that, I'm going to go with 7.3. You're going to come all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is, because like we were saying, there's really, the way Matthew Perry acts is very physical. Right. And that's, that is always fun to watch high. It's really fun to kind of get nostalgic with the phone line, the like landlines. Exactly. And the pagers and the big suits and like all this shit. Um, So you kind of get lost in that aspect of it. And like the, the like, line stories of the love the love interest aspect is fun like it's it is a fun good, it's yeah. a good twist and cynthia, they play it well yeah. yeah jill and jimmy and then cynthia and oz like that that all works yeah. out so nicely and they do yeah. like it's and the sequel's good with all them yeah honestly they like put a nice bow on it at the yeah. end of the first one and then they i didn't think they did a nice job with the second one but i think people disagree with that so that rounds out the score at a 6.3 total. So very respectable respectable uh, score. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think because this is a good this is yeah. a good little stone movie, right? Yeah. It's like you just like it's like a cozy stone movie. Exactly. Like if you want to just have an easy that, night. That puts it in the realm of like little giants, which yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah. That's perfect. I think that is the perfect realm for this. So, yeah, and I could say like Man. you could get stoned because it's funny. It holds up. Yeah. I'd so. say get 60... What was the score? 6.3. Oh, dude. 6.4 for an right, audience exactly. score. That's wild. Right. So, alright. That's locked in. Oh, yeah, this was this was a fun week. I, I enjoyed these movies a lot. I... Yeah, I like kind of those like 90s, early 2000 kind of pointless movies. I feel like they're fun to watch. Katie you know? and I were talking about that. There's not a lot of those kind of movies anymore like no. very low stakes like yeah just kind of fun easy that's what i mean like clearly not trying to be a blockbuster yeah like now it's like either you, i think you get a lot or... of those yeah i think the movies you get in theaters now are big the marvel yeah. spectacles or um big like christopher nolan things you know huge projects scorsese those kind of things yeah that's what's taken over the Rocks right. office. None of like the like kind of just like fun movies. You get a lot of those in like the streaming services. Yeah. Which they do an okay job with sometimes, but a lot of times it's just like 
the most generic scripts. Which and honestly, I also rom-coms... feel like Fools Russian kind of falls into that in some ways. But like, but those... because of Salma Hayek and Matthew Perry, but whole nine yards it. watching in the theaters with people would make it funnier. Oh hell yeah! You know, I think I think it was funny. I found it funnier because Katie was laughing. You know, like you just exactly. like feed off of watching it with someone. So we cool. got to do a watch along stoned. All yeah. right, we will commit to that. We promise. Um, cool. All right, another good episode. Um, good, both good movies, fun movies. Uh, definitely would recommend Whole Nine Yards for sure. As if you're looking for a good Friday night smoke and watch night. Uh, so, would you rather? Did we have a would you rather? I just I thought of one. All right, off the. I'm cuff. writing it down so I don't forget it. A drum roll. So I, I like tried to put like be inspired by the movies here a little. Plant some seeds. <laughs> Plant seeds. Um, <clears throat> so would you rather be best friends with a contract killer <laughs> that had like a reason to possibly kill you, right? Like he's got a reason to kill Oz in this. Yeah, yeah. By the end of it. Okay. Or have a father-in-law that literally hates you and tries to like kind of make your life a living hell for like the rest of your marriage. Like I know, I know Miguel in the movie comes around, yeah. but like in this scenario, you gotta. Oh man, I just feel like I wouldn't have the balls to like fuck with a contract killer at all. Like it'd just be, I'd be so nervous. Right? Because, like, if you're just like, he could kill you. I mean, yeah. You you see him kill Frankie Figs, too, who That's he's, what I mean. like, he close just with. Turn, yeah. yeah, it's just like, he doesn't yeah. go by, like, relationships. And it, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be Yimmy. Right, but. exactly. I don't, yeah. No, I would just deal with my father-in-law. Just, like. Just fucking gut it out. Dude, just, oh. like, block it out. I don't know, man. I think I'm too much of a people pleaser to <laughs> choose the father-in-law. That's fair. Um, and I like having a good relationship with my father-in-law. So I, which is, I would have a good goal. A bad. I would have a really bad time with that. Um, <laughs> personally, I think. I mean, although being best friends with a contract killer that has like something on you that's scary man that's what i mean and it like you said it doesn't take much for them to just be like nope it makes sense to kill you so i have to yeah <clears throat> like Sorry. yeah you know they're just coming frankie figs were tight yeah shot and him you up you know he killed at least 17 people before that yeah no qualms with killing T- different kind of breed man yeah yimmy tedeschi was a so what are you picking i don't know now i'm stuck i'm paralyzed with fear here sorry uh I think you I'm gotta gonna, do it. I think I could. I think I could maintain a friendship with a contract killer. Okay, I'm gonna be friends with a killer. Wow, <laughs> risky as fuck. Reformed. Risky as fuck. reformation. Um. All right. Good. <laughs> Wait, episode. I also wanted to shout out one more thing before we get into like the end of the episode. Yeah. Shout out. Just wanted to um, congratulate. Mr. Kaz on his not one but two gold medals in pickleball tournaments. Oh hell yeah! Recently, oh dude, yeah, dude, pickleball is is getting super fun, man. Yeah, 
you know, it's an obsessive thing out here, right? Like specifically in obsessive, Seattle. Obsessive, dude. Yeah, people obsess over this. There's a sport, subway. Dude. I was gonna text you. There's a subway sandwich called the pickleballer. Is it good? I don't know. I didn't what is it? it. No. I, I don't remember what it is. I mean, obviously there's pickles on it. But dude, I mean my my prize was a jar of pickles. So they like run. They like run <laughs> they with this just shit. like really embrace the pickle shit. Yeah. So it was fun. I did Gotta a local Halloween tournament, which was fun. Dressed up as Donkey Kong. Hell yeah! And then went up to Bellingham. Maybe did we'll, one. Maybe we'll throw that one of those Donkey Photos. Kong pictures up. There you go. You can see me. Uh, Ponin, ponin noobs. Ponin noobs. Um, all right. As always, let's give our shout outs. Squadcast, I know we didn't use you this time, but you're always great. Love you. Uh, love you. Always Vince Sasso, our good friend of the Vince Sasso Trio. Thank you for the beautiful riff that you have created for us. Love you too. Podcastle, double thank you for being you know a good editing product, but also now for recording. Recording, right? yeah. Hell so yeah. we did this on Podcastle. So again, good product if you're you know trying to do a podcast. All our favorite dispensaries, uh, the Cushery in Lake Forest Park, Have a Heart in Greenwood especially. We both went to you this week. And Dockside oh. Cannabis in Ballard. Always a great uh, time, great experience. Uh, again, get in contact with us to give us ideas, give us categories, yeah, give us movies. Interact. Um, give us ideas for episodes. If you want to take us in, if you think a different direction, like for like a... a you know, random kind of switch up, like a wild category or something like that, you know, let us know. Um, You can contact us at podcast.highexpectations at gmail.com. Sure can. Uh, Instagram at high.expectations.pod. You can message message us there. Um, Again, or just, you know, let us know how you like what we're doing. So we'll we'll take it all. Uh, Anything and everything you got. We want it. Everything you got. Everything you got. Uh, All right, guys. Everything you got. (laughs) Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And be kind and stay weird. Stay weird. Mm